Hello and welcome to the Mal and Johnny Show. And this week it's a bit of a catch-up, really, because Johnny's been busy. I've been busy. Let's see what you've been up to, Johnny. I mean, it's been a it's been a tough couple of days, isn't it? Well, I was filming for three days, uh, ten-hour days, as you know what filming's like. It's uh, a lot of standing up and doing things over and over and over. Um, it was very enjoyable, though. It was a, a thing called My Shout. I don't know if you remember, I did one last year when I played a rabbi. <laughs> well, they're, they're, short, they're short films made by the BBC, for the BBC Obviously. and for S4C, depending what language it's in. The one I did was English. Yeah. Um, yeah, the one that I played the rabbi, they have a festival then, when they do about eight of these things, the short films, they have a festival and they're voted on and the winner... I was the winner. That well, not me. The, the the one I was in was the winner last year. Yeah. So let's hope this one's going to be as good. Fantastic. All right. So before we get on to your, your role, and you've also done a gig as well yesterday, a heavy gig. So we're going to catch up on all all of that. Um, so yeah. Roger Burnell is the man behind it, isn't he? He's a great great guy. Yeah. I know, I know Roger really He's well. fantastic, Roger, because I mean, he does, the, the whole thing you see is to bring on new film writers, new film directors, new film cameramen, so, the lot. Mm. So it, it's set up with all the, like. The, the, uh, the director overlooking this. It was Gareth Rowlands, who I've known for years. He oh, works yeah. for the BBC. Um, so they've got professional people doing overlooking it. And then the, the trainees are there under their auspices. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's great because they're learning from the best. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then they put, like the likes of me and and, and um, Mavalmai was on with me. And uh, the one before was Donna. So they're, they're, they're you know, competent actors so that they, they're done properly these films so they're done at a professional standard and you know the and great, then they yeah, go out yeah uh, on the bbc i think i think they want bbc two the english ones and the welsh ones obviously yes we'll see yeah and of course it'll go online as well so the, the iplayer so plenty of opportunities but you know with the industry growing so fast here in wales you know so many studios yeah. have opened up lately you, you know it's great bringing people in and we're, we're always behind that bringing great talent in but if you can nurture your own talent and give people That's opportunities right. on their own doorstep i always thought you know when i I used to go to studios in London and, yeah. um, the, you know, the, the guy who or girl used to be the tape op or the or the, the, the tea boy or tea girl, you know, and then they get mm. a chance to operate the tape machine, then they get a chance to be an engineer, then all of a sudden they're a producer, you know, and I always thought yeah. they, were, they yeah. were actually probably no more talented than people back home, but they had the opportunity because it was local and they got the got the break, an easy break where exactly. you could live, live at home with mum and dad and, and go in and do. So this is, this is sort of a similar sort of an apprenticeship almost, isn't it? Yeah, but lots of them have just finished their college degrees in Cardiff and right. PhDs and stuff. So uh, some of them are from, you know, Brighton or whatever, different places. Yeah. So there were some Welsh, but they were all all sorts and a uh, great bunch of kids, you know. Yeah. Um, and they're just willing to learn and enjoying it, you know what I mean? All right. So but I, it was hectic. Yeah. We were filming in a small house, okay? Right, right. Uh, like a council house. And it was like... Thirty people in there. <laughs> <laughs> you, you so you, 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 you're like now. this, yeah, and trying to, and trying to look casual. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I but mean, uh, it was great yeah. to work with Valma again. Do you know Valma Jones? I worked with her first in 1967 <laughs> when we were both on Disco Down. Oh, and I mean, that, <laughs> we were like. 20, you know, 20s, you know, early 20s. You haven't changed a bit. And uh, I, I remind her, she hates it because it's, <laughs> it's so long ago. <laughs> so if you were a rabbi last time, obviously these things are under wrap. Can you say well, who your character was without giving away the storyline? Yeah, I, I, a, it's about a family, okay? Mm. I, I, can't, I won't tell the storyline. It's about a family and it's before Christmas. Right. And it's granddad. I'm the granddad and I'm trying to arrange this huge Christmas um, 
uh, event, you know, yeah, yeah. you get it all together, the lights and the and the, and the food and all. So really, it's one of those. It's a bit of a black comedy. I won't say any more than right, that. Right. The thing is, you're used to it. You are a granddad, and you're all, always am. organizing something. And there's always lots of grandchildren around. So you're, you're yeah. typecasting. <laughs> I don't believe I'm a granddad. Though. That's the problem. I look in the mirror. I go, no, you're a pop singer. <laughs> all right. So three uh, three days of filming. So that's three three ten. Yeah, hours. we were Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We were filming in Kafili. Um, it was great, you know, but uh, we, we, you know, the catering, you, you know, we have some sandwiches in between and some yeah. coffee and this and that. So one of the girls said, let's go to Do- McDonald's. So we down the road. So of course we asked the first, he said, you're not supposed to leave the set. You leave the set. You have a car crash, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, he relented and off we went. Well, we get there. It's packed because it's lunchtime. I went in a queue oh, and I, I said, we're not going to get back in time to start again. <laughs> we were on pins. You know, we just about made it. <laughs> It's a naughty thing to do, really, but we enjoyed the McDonald's. So, Johnny, uh, recording for three days, ten hours each. I mean, yeah, that sounds like an awful lot of film. But how long's the pro- how long's the program? Well, the thing is, you know, in film it takes forever. I mean, to make a feature film, they take like about I don't know six months more. Um, it's only a fifteen-minute short film, right, uh, for the BBC. But um, you know what it's like. You've got to do the master shot, then you've got to do the over-the-shoulder shot. What's the, ma- the master the- shot? Is that that's the that's- well, when, when when you have the say, it's a scene with me talking to you and somebody else in a room. Yeah. Okay. So the shot will be a long shot of the us three in that conversation. Lovely. Then they'll want to know what your reaction is to my line, so they'll shoot uh, again the whole scene, right. not just that bit, the whole scene over my shoulder looking at you. Yeah. Then they'll want to know what my reaction is when you answer. So they choose you. Move everything around. The camera goes behind you and shoots my scene, and then cutaways if they want to show somebody looking at his watch. I mean, it takes forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then you just stood there doing it. You must do the scene probably about eight or ten times to get it all the stuff they want in a can. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes it's quick, and sometimes there's a problem. Hang on, the light's gone. There, we got a yeah. new light. Uh, and then you know, sound. Yeah. It's, yeah. And, <laughs> then, and if you're not in the scene. You're you're, if you're, not, you're in a car. Well, I was in every scene. Oh, I was oh, naked. I was in every. <laughs> <laughs> they got their money's worth with, jo- with Johnny Tudor. They got their money's worth. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was great. Great bunch of people. They were you yeah, know, fantastic. Yeah. So that's three days filming. So that's. I mean, I was going to say n- 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 that makes you tired. Uh, yeah. But then you had a gig as well. What was the gig? Oh well, I promised to do this ages ago. It's a thing called Bless Them All, which was all about <gasps> the war years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Peter Lewis and I, Peter Lewis is a friend of mine. He, he was in the original cast of, um, uh, well, not Mid- Les Mis, what's the other one? Um, uh, Phantom. 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 Um, and we did Pantos together. So we did it between us. So um, we did like an hour and a half. Right. Uh, of all the songs of the Warriors and things connected to it. And, you know, I did a few jokes as well. <laughs> and uh, I, I sneaked in an Elvis medley because I thought, well, it, I don't say he, went, he joined the army. I said, yeah, his hair came. Everything that was connected to the army. And it really went well. We It was about, oh, I suppose we did about an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you know what it's like. You're humping your gear in oh, and yeah, you're setting yeah. up. You used your own PA again. Did you bring the whole PA from? Yeah, yeah I took my own PA. Yeah. Oh, you just these PAs yeah. in these places. Oh. So. And the thing is, it, you're interesting because, um, you know, if you did remember this, you know, like uh, Bluebirds Over the White Cliffs of Dover, you think of Her Majesty passing away at the age yeah, of uh, yeah. 96, my grand, my mother, 98. Those are the songs that they would have had in their sort of youth. But actually, if you're That's in your right. 60s, 70s or early 80s, it is Elvis. 
And it's, that's it's, right. it's the Beatles that's now, right. it's the Rolling Stones, you know, so you're probably... That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, the thing is, we're getting up there now, so it's our parents here who are thinking about Exactly. But they were, they were a mixture. There were people, there were some older people than me, there's some much younger than me, but they all enjoyed it because they all remembered the songs, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, Long way to Tipperary, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a long way to go. And then you? I did this wonderful piece of music that Dorothy Squires did at the Palladium when I worked with her. And it, she had it written for it, well, put together for it. It was a thing called The Irony of War. All right. And it's a fantastic piece. It lasts about nine minutes. And it, it's a big sing, but it starts off with, where have all the flowers gone? Right. Yeah. But, and then, uh, you know, because it is it is ironic war, but it's stupid. You know oh, what I mean? Yes, yes. So then it goes to actually a thing that was in the, a film called, a, no, a musical called The Matahari. Right. And it's all about a little boy going off to war. And then he's faced with this kid. Uh, in front of him, who's his enemy, and he said, "But he's the same as me. He's a boy. He's not yet a man. You know. Yeah. Can I shoot him? I got." And in the end, he has to shoot it. And it's very point. Actually, it's hard to sing because you've got to keep yourself together. Yeah. I feel myself cracking up at one point, and you've got to be very careful not to go. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know. It's and all... then it, it, it's yeah. a real, you know. So it, I did that. Yeah. And then I did um. What else did I do? Oh, I did American Trilogy because it was a uh, their war songs, but it was Elvis's war songs. Yeah. <laughs> Bring Elvis into everything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good. Well, actually, and then the second half, he yeah. said that we're demobbed now. The war's over now, right? So we do all the stuff from the sixties on then, see, because it's demobbed at fifty, sixty. So uh, I did the Frankie Vaughan bit, and you know. Yeah. It's great. Only need, you just need a narrative, as they say, isn't it, to get... That's it's, right, it's, the yeah. same act, it's the same act, whatever we do. Pantomime? Yes, yeah, just this is when Frankie Vaughan went to Robinson Crusoe's Island. Oh, they... Well, do you know what? Pantos is something else. Because they, they, they work anything into it. I remember my dad, years ago, he played Man Friday. And uh, he used to have a spot in the middle. He used to give you a bit of a, a variety spot somewhere. In. Don't ask me why they do that. And he was a piano entertainer, see? Yeah. And he, the piano was washed up on the shore, you know. <laughs> and he goes, and he's touching it and running away. And they start to play it. And he goes into his act. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. There was a girl. Do you ever remember a saxophonist? She was jazz. Betty Smith, her name was. And she was a great saxophonist. Yeah. And she's on a ship. <laughs> and uh, she said, when she was in Paris, she said, here am I all alone. I think I'll play my saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Uh, well, it's been. It's not been a bad week with the um, the record Dream Out Loud. It's oh, been... listen, you're having some you're having some coverage, mate. Yes, it's still on the radio. It's a good. It's played. a good record. That was like a good it. song. Where did you record it? Well, I've recorded a bit here in the shed, and then I yeah. went. Well, I tell you what. Let me let me play you a behind the scenes video of of the Go making then, of yeah. Dream Out Dream Out Loud. This recording of Dream Out Loud has been some time in the making, bringing together friends I've worked with over many, many years. Coordinating the session was legendary gospel music producer Les Moyer. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to dream out loud. <laughs> <laughs> so we just arrived at Bam Bam Studios. We're just getting set up, waiting for the singers to come. The session is being arranged by Lawrence Johnson. I've also known Lawrence a long time. We've sung together on records and TV hey, shows. Hello, how are you? But this is the first time he's sung on one of my records. And uh, I'm beyond excited. Chances
So there we are. That was in that was down in a place called Bam Bam Studios down in South London. And uh, yeah. uh, Les Moyer, who helped me coordinate the, the the whole thing. Les, I've known him for well since the nineteen eighties. Yeah. We went on tour together when I left university. And then Lawrence Lawrence Johnson, who put the choir together. He um, yeah. oh well, he's brilliant. He used to he helped form the London Community Gospel Choir. Then he was Simon All Cowell's right, yeah. vocal, and he actually did a TV show with me uh, with his band New Colours. And now he does well. He's just done the Sam Smith album. Uh, is it expensive to record these days? Oh, Johnny, 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 Johnny. I can't tell you that because my family might be listening. I'm Your mother spent, will kill you. I spent, I spent the kids' inheritance on this, on this career. Yeah, the thing is, in the old days, we were lucky because the, the recording companies paid for everything. Yeah, yeah. No, it was. Well, you just it, turned up exactly. But now it's it's in, it's interesting, Johnny. Every um, you know, I'm investing in my future. There's not much of it left, so I might as well invest as much Look, as I can. Never give in. Never, never give surrender. In. Never surrender. Never. <laughs> no, it's getting lots of fight them on the beaches. <laughs> but the funny thing is, you know, like, do you sell records now? Do you tour to sell records? Do, do you sell records or do you do records to tour? You know, I'm back in in November now, I'm back on the road. You know, I'm back in Park and Death, Theatre Mulden, uh, the Wayside Art Centre, Welfare in Astrogan Nice. And in a way, having the record on the radio. <laughs> well, it helps. Such words, hopefully, we'll sell the tickets, you know, to people well, who want right. to come and hear the songs. Yeah. So, you know, when... no, I mean, people don't go out and buy records like they usually they, they just download them, don't they? Absolutely. You press the button, it's on Spotify, it's on Apple Music and all that. So, you've, yeah, you know, you just yeah. have to think of a different way around. But it's lovely having the right, you know, it is, it's still a thrill. You remember what it's like, isn't it? You, you, yes. By true. accident, you put the yeah, radio I... on, suddenly, ah, oh, that's my record. That's brilliant. Do you know what I used to love? I used to love <clears> when in the old days you'd record with the orchestra. Oh. And you'd be there in the same studio, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be in a box, yeah. and they all the band would be around you. There's a great feel, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Then latterly, then what I do, then they put the tracks on. I just go in and stick the voice on after. Yeah. It's not the same not feel the same. as when you got that big band in there. And it was lovely with the you know with the gospel choir. And the funny thing is, quite a lot of the, although they're London-based gospel singers. Yeah, um, because the Apostolic Church started in Wales, uh, yeah, in Penagros, place called Penagros. They came out of the Welsh Revival and they went to Penagros and they had some visions yeah. and stuff. And they they set up all these churches around the place. A lot of the churches were in London and then evolved into Black Gospel churches, but they still right. they still sort of owed their allegiance to the Pe Penagros Apostolic Convention. So a lot of these. I mean, there's going to some kids. They're not kids anymore. They're, as kids, they used to come back to Wales for the Apostolic yeah. Convention. So they knew, they knew, or, you know, they knew the band. They knew the, all the places. I've known some of them for yeah, twenty, thirty years. So there's a Fantastic. there's a strong Welsh black gospel connection there. So in many, yeah. ways, in many ways, it was a it was a, and again, as you say, when you've got that many people all all making a noise, whether it's playing an instrument or playing oh, singing, it's, it's yeah. fantastic. So okay, well we'll keep going. Because apparently, Sonata would only ever do that even when it was not. It was still done. He always wanted to go in the studio and there's a, a wonderful video of his last big album yeah. that he, he made with a big orchestra and he had all the top musicians of Brecker Brothers he had uh, uh, George Benson on guitar oh. I mean it's a fantastic if you can get it you will really get it from somewhere on, on YouTube or something I, I forget what it was called but he's just making this album it's wonderful if it's good enough for Frank Sinatra it's good enough for Mal Pope and Johnny Tudor eh? exactly <laughs> exactly we, we go with the best <laughs> alright man we'll have a good week and, uh, and you. stay safe and all that and I'll speak to you um, oh, I've, I've had me jab I've had me next jab oh so. yeah I had one last week are so, you okay you didn't well, get any after effects oh a little bit a little bit of this a little bit of that but my, my age is hard to tell whether it's a vaccine or just getting old Johnny it could just be <laughs> <That's right. laughs> old age because I had a chest infection I thought it was that <laughs> I, 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 I caught a cold <laughs> alright well it's, uh, yeah, it's goodbye from him 
And it's goodbye from him. <laughs>